Hi, and welcome back to Boundaries Plus. I've missed you. I've missed you all. Uh, it's been a couple of months since the teaser about this podcast and full transparency because that's what I do. Life has been lifing. Life has been tossing me hiccups and and bumps all along the way. And I'm here. I'm here. We're here. We're making it. One thing that I love about the community that I've built and the community that continues to build is we show up authentically. Uh, we allow ourselves the grace to recognize that when life gets heavy, that sometimes we just need to put things on pause. And I thank you for your patience. I thank you for the grace and that and that pause that I needed for this particular project, because this is so important to me. Um, I feel very fortunate to be able to to build this community, to love in this community, to really be part of effective change that I know that we can do. And I am thrilled to have you all with me. So with that being said, let's roll into today's topic. Uh, today, I want to talk about humanity and what it looks like to show up in humanity, what it shows, what it looks like to have humanity show up in the work that you do for marginalized communities and how boundaries tie into that. Now, it could seem off topic to talk about humanity and how that works and, and how that shows up in, in your work with marginalized groups, but boundaries are going to be important in anything that you do. Boundaries will protect you uh, when you find yourself facing outside noise. Boundaries will allow you to know that when you feel something, that you're safe and protected, that it's a feeling, that it's not a forever. Boundaries are important all around. They absolutely are. And it's really important to think about those boundaries when you move into working with marginal or working to protect and support marginalized groups, because the first thing that you have to do, the very first thing that you have to do is to take yourself out of the center of that work. You have to decenter yourself as the North Star of the work that you're doing. You have to remove your ego. I know that hearing that, that comment of removing your ego can sometimes be difficult to hear. Your first instinct can be, I'm not egotistical. I, I, I don't care that much about myself. I don't think that I'm the center of attention. And it's that quick defense mode. I'm not, I'm not the center of it. And the reason why I say to remove your ego is because it looks differently. As you start to navigate through this work, as you start to make the changes in your life, as you start to deconstruct these systems of oppression, as you start to unlearn what you've been taught before, you are going to notice things differently around you. And people that have been in your lives are going to notice things differently about you. And people that have not started this work, people that have no desire to do this work are gonna have critiques. They're gonna look at you, why are you doing this? They're gonna question why you're doing what you're doing. They're going to try to denounce what you're doing. They're gonna tell you that what you're doing isn't needed. They're gonna deny the work that needs to be done. And if your ego is leading your work, what oftentimes happens is it gets too hard, it gets too difficult, your feelings get hurt in a way that you haven't been able to address or look at. 
you decide that it's too hard and you stop. You stop doing what you're doing because you got hurt. And that is not to say that those feelings aren't valid. That's not to say those feelings aren't very real because they are and they're yours and they absolutely deserve attention. However, comma, one of my favorite things to say is those feelings are natural when it comes to unlearning what you've been taught. Those feelings are natural when it comes to deconstructing things that you thought were working just fine. And your naysayers, your deniers, the people that are doing that are not a reflection of you, but a reflection of them. When you remove your ego, when you remove yourself from the center of your thinking, then you can make the correct decision to make the marginalized group that you are working to support and protect and uplift your North Star. When you remove yourself from the center, then you start to recognize that the uncomfortable feeling that you have when somebody critiques you is nothing at all compared to what you are fighting. White America and non-marginalized groups have been taught that their voices are the most important and the loudest and the most necessary. But as we find ourselves here in 2022, fighting the same fights, oppression still very, very much a present thing, hatred still finding its way in all aspects of our world, we know that we have a lot of work left to do. And so we cannot keep believing that the voices we've been giving so much power to, so much credence to, we can't continue to think those are the voices that we need to listen to. We can't keep continuing to believe that those are the voices that speak for everyone. If you are working in anti-racism work, you have to make Black people, Indigenous people, and other people of color your North Star. That is your focus. That is the importance of the work that you're doing. So that means that those voices are the loudest. Those voices need to be the most important. Those voices are the ones that you have to listen to. It becomes an act of removing oneself as a focal point, focal point in order to make the most effective and the most systemic change. And that is not easy to do. That is not easy to do. Boundaries come to place when, again, you have family members that will re refute what you're saying, that will deny what you're saying, that will scoff at what you're doing. I see all the time people that are talking about uh, going excommunication or non-communication non with their family members based off of how they're still behaving. And I, I will be the first, not the first person to say this, but I will definitely say it very loudly, that going no contact and no communication with your family is something that is not an easy decision to make to think about stepping away from the family that you've known your entire life because they have chosen to stay stuck in, in a time where racism and white supremacy ruled. It's not an easy decision to make. But that being said, you can be responsible for your change and how your change and your behavior, your thought process, the work that you do, how you show up, how those behaviors can cause effective change around you. And if people aren't ready 
to keep up with you or catch up with you or walk that same path, that is not a reflection of you. Your boundaries will come into place as you recognize that as difficult as that decision can be to step back from that, that part of your life. It's so important. It's so absolutely important. And the boundaries will also allow you from the guilt that can come in, the, the, the questioning that comes in. It protects you because again, your North star becomes a group that you are working to protect that you're working to uplift. Removing your ego also is important for those times that you get it wrong and you're going to get it wrong. I want to say that. And I want you to say it back with me. If you're listening while you're listening, you are going to get it wrong. I am going to get it wrong. And that is okay. I am going to get it wrong. And that is okay. We are infallible human beings. We are going to make mistakes. There is nobody that is perfect. There's nobody that should be striving for perfection as that's a tenet of white supremacy, which we'll come back to in another episode. But there's no need to be perfect. When you make a mistake and you are open with that mistake and you are honest about that mistake, what that gives you is a beautiful level of freedom to receive feedback, to no longer make that mistake again, and then to help you teach somebody else to not make that mistake as well. Mistakes give you feedback. Feedback breeds growth. And what we are looking for is growth. When you remove your ego, it also allows you to hear, to truly hear what's being said. Often we listen to things and we might absorb them, but our instinct is to respond. Um, we might hear things and, and they're hard to hear and we stop listening. There are so many ways that removing your ego and staying quiet and just listening allows you to create space to truly hear what is being said to you. Because oftentimes while you're doing this work, it's not a matter of going up to somebody and saying, hey, can you teach me this? Or hey, can you explain this to me? As opposed to listening to what's around you, watching what's around you, opening your eyes to situations beyond what you specifically experience. And that happens with, again, taking yourself out of the center of the work. One of the things that I do on my TikTok is I offer a 30-day invite for people to come in, watch the videos, and don't comment for 30 days. Allow them a chance to truly hear what's being said, to truly listen to what I'm saying, to truly listen to the voices of other people, and to not have that instinct to just respond back that instinct as well. That's not an incorrect instinct. That is something that we've been taught that if something is said to us, we have to respond. The beautiful thing is that you don't have to. Not every comment requires a response and sometimes not responding allows you the space to hear the most. Doing this work is truly an act of labor, patience, and love. And you need to make sure that you have protection for your, for yourself in place that allows you to keep moving forward at the hardest times. And that protection looks like boundaries, boundaries from the people that are going to tell you that it's not necessary, boundaries from the people that are going to tell you that it's not working. 
And then also boundaries for those moments that it gets so hard that you wonder, can you keep going? And the boundary is that, yes, I can, because it's greater than me. I believe that we can do this. I believe that when we get to the root of what humanity looks like, that effective change can be made and that humanity, again, starts with removing yourself from the center because how can we look at humanity if we are all looking at ourselves as only individual human beings? One of the beautiful things about finding community, and you will hear me talk about this a lot as well, is that those moments when it's really hard, when you have a community that's going through the same thing that you're going through, they can step in to, to encourage you to keep going, to support you in this work that you're doing. Taking the time to look at things beyond ourselves does nothing but create the opportunity for a world that looks like what I think the majority of us want it to look like. So we're going to repeat it again. I'm going to get it wrong and that's okay. The mistakes that you make are nothing more than mistakes that are an opportunity for you to learn from and grow from. I tell people often when I facilitate, when I do education, I let people know that one reason why I have this grace is that I recognize that there's a room for mistakes. And something that I want you to take with you is that making mistakes again is okay. It's when we choose to keep making the same mistake is the problem. So allow yourself to make the mistake. If you are working under this mindset or this assumption that mistakes aren't allowed, you're going to find yourself fumbling, trying to, trying to be perfect, trying to say the right thing the right way all the time. When sometimes you just have to start talking to get to what you need to and that comes after listening. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for, for all of this. I'm excited for the community. I'm excited for what we can do. And that starts again with looking at humanity. And I believe that we can do it. I love y'all. Thank you for being back. Make sure that as we move into this next week, that you are staying hydrated, that you're keeping your shoulders nice and loose, that you are letting go of those deep breaths that you've been holding, waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're unclenching your jaw. And remember, this work can be done. Find your North Star, which is the group that you are working for. Find your support groups the people that you can build community with that recognize what you're going through and recognize the support that you will need and keep listening to the voices of the people that you want to uplift. Listen to their voices, share their voices, make their voices the most important voices in the room. I love y'all. We'll talk to you soon.